This podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Barbecue Store, the official provider of barbecue supplies to listeners of Pitmaster. It's fall, it's football season, and holidays are right around the bend. That doesn't mean that the grilling and smoking stops. From smokers and fuel to rubs and sauces, the Kansas City Barbecue Store has everything and anything you could want. Make the Kansas City Barbecue Store your one-stop shop for all your outdoor cooking needs. As a listener of the Old Virginia Smoke Pitmaster podcast, you can get 10% off of your order this fall by using the code PITPOD, P-I-T-P-O-D, for online orders at www.thekansascitybbqstore.com. So keep on smoking, folks. All right, welcome to this new edition, post-royal, of Pitmaster and Old Virginia Smoke podcast. I'm Luke Darnell. And I'm here with Grant Basilier from QU. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Good. What's it like to be thrust into the forefront of the barbecue world? <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild for sure. I've talked to a lot of people. More talking I've done in a in a while, especially on some of these podcasts and <laughs> and zooms. I've never really done a zoom and call ever, so. This is kind of new, but uh, it, it's been great, and uh, the response has been a little overwhelming, but very well received. I'm, 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 I'm blessed. This has been awesome. That's very cool, man. And I've seen that you've done a couple of the other shows with Brian and the Tailgate guys, and uh, that's really neat. And it was, it's funny because we were sitting there at awards, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> so we always sit in the back, and it's me and Darren. And uh, Justin from Lucky's Q and the Shigan guys. And uh, Anella sang the national anthem. Well, then she came back there and sat down. And we're sitting there through the awards and everything. Well, because of where she was back there, she kind of knew what was going on. <laughs> and, uh, and we even had a conversation mid-awards, like we're talking about who's going to win, who's going to win. And I, I looked at Darren and I said, has anyone ever done this? You know, I don't know that. And uh, he goes, no, no, it's pretty much statistically impossible. (laughs) (laughs) But here I am talking to the only person of all time that's won both the Invitational and the Open. It's incredible, man. Super, super lucky, super fortunate. You did well, too. Didn't you get 10th overall? Yeah, we were 10th day one. We were 40th day two. That's awesome. Uh, you had a high call in something day one, wasn't it? Uh, 20th brisket. 20th um, brisket? Yeah, which I had a couple of goals going into the Royal. I'd never heard my name during the Invitational, um, and I'd never gotten a brisket call. So <laughs> I knocked both of those things out, which was pretty neat. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I, I saw this weekend, too, you cooked in Harrisburg. Yeah, man. Um, so funny story. Kim got COVID out at the Royal. And this was a contest that she wanted to go to more than I did. You've I wanted never done to, it before. Never done it before. I wanted to take the weekend off, and uh, so here we are, signed up, and she's she can't go down and out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm having to, you know, I I'm very upfront and honest about how much Kim does on the team. Like I haven't made her a, a sauce or an injection in eight years. <laughs> 
And so, yeah, so here she is stuck in the bedroom and I've got her quarantined and I'm texting up questions like, I don't, I don't know how to do this. This is <laughs> been a while. Yeah. And then have to go cook by myself. Luckily I had, uh, my cousin Aaron came and ran boxes for me, but. Awesome. I saw you did well. I only bring it up because I'm from Hershey, Pennsylvania originally. Oh, really? I've always wanted to do that Keystone Classic. I never got around to it, but um, I've always wanted to get there. And it's at the Farm Show Center or Complex. Yes, it is. Yeah. And while there's a livestock show going on. That's awesome. So you go into the complex, that's the only restroom, and you walk in and it just is a restroom for horses. (laughs) <laughs> so you have to you have to go to a bathroom to get to the bathroom, and yeah. I'm also really allergic to horses. So oh, I wa- I walk in there and I'm like, my gosh, what is going on? That I see like all these horses. I'm like, oh no, it's bad. Right in the middle of prep, I get back. I just prepped pork and I had to lay down for an hour. Holy shit, really? <laughs> oh man, I think I was just the horses, not COVID. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a fun contest. Uh, the people of that part of Pennsylvania are just amazing people. And uh, John from Chunky and his wife, Stephanie, they live right there near Hershey. So, oh, uh, awesome. yeah, so that was it was a lot of fun. And we'll cook again this weekend and uh, we'll see how it goes. Where are you at this weekend? Uh, Bel Air, Maryland. Cool. Um, sort of a it was a last minute thing that we're going to be able to do. So what are you cooking next? I'm cooking this weekend as well. Yeah. So yeah, um, out towards it's, it's the best one of the year for me. It's only about twenty minutes from my house, twenty minutes from where I work. So we just got done cleaning the trailer today and in the pits. And um, I'm I, I love doing this competition. It's awesome. It's, Which uh, one is it? Uh, pumpkin chunkin. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they've, been doing it, they've been doing it for a while. They've been doing it. I think I think maybe ten years. So uh, I'm looking forward to to getting there and seeing all seeing all my friends. It'll be fun. That one has been on our bucket list for a while. Um, and we definitely need to get back up to that part of the country and cooked. And I went and I looked on barbecue data to see if we had ever competed against each other before. And we had at the gold ribbon. I have it pulled up the gold. Oh, we, ribs. We've done, we've done Murfreesboro together. You probably don't remember. I came, we were at the, at the afterwards at the bar right there at the, at the restaurant. And I walked by and you were with, you were with uh, the Porky Butts dude, who's just funnier than hell. And you guys were cutting up. And I come by, I was like, that's the best, that's the best beard and barbecue right there. I <laughs> he smiled. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. We were all tuned up though. It was, it was, yeah. I've cooked at, at Murfreesboro with you a couple that's years. That's true. Yeah. Maybe, Murf- Murfreesboro is another one I got to get back to. That is, um, yeah, and that's did- a, no, we, we did it. We did it this year again, and because my wife, she went to uh, Southern Illinois, so she loves that. You know, it's it, we go down there, and she tears it up. We we have a lot of fun, but um, we've got back there for the first time since we went, and uh, we had a blast. That competition's awesome. I love going down there. I and I tell people all the time, like that's one of the ones that, as a pit master, everybody should go and do once. Totally. It, at least, and just to be there and to see the scene at awards is hilarious. And uh, I think the best trophies, <laughs> best trophies, and you know, in competition for sure. It is the only third place, or is it third place? I got fifth place pork, and finished third place overall. But it's the only fifth place trophy that is in my bar area. <laughs> is is that little apple? <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> 
Well, let's jump into the questions, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm super excited to invite ask these. You know, I hope I'm not repeating myself. Though. I've done a couple of these, so if your listeners are pretty burned out, I'll try to jazz them up a little bit better than I don't know. Well, if previous, if, if other people have asked you these questions and they're stealing from my podcast, so that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, confidence uh, to go win the American Royal twice. You got to be really confident in in what you're cooking. Where does that confidence come from? Uh, repetition, I guess. I mean, it's a great question, but I, I don't consider myself a very confident person. Um, I've cooked my whole life and that helps. But as far as um, what we came in, our, our product was pretty awesome. We, uh, we came across this awesome case of pork butts just that Monday before the Royal and I'm breaking them down. And it was just like, dude, like somebody <laughs> just, just threw me a bone. So we were pumped on that great ribs, chickens, chicken and briskets were just, you know, we kind of, we kind of threw some in the freezer that looked a little better than, than, than others. You know, you kind of look through the the cryovac and you see a little bit more white than red, you know, you you put those aside, but um, no, I think it's just repetition, just doing it and trusting your timelines. That's kind of how we went into this weekend for sure. um, Last weekend or whenever. You said you've been cooking your whole life. Is that your career? Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Okay. How has that, how has that experience prepared you to do competition barbecue? Yeah. The question's been asked and it's like, it it, it keeps you organized. It keeps you, um, you know, attention to detail, um, all the, all the, the little things that goes on in the kitchen. But, um, but it's really helped me out, you know, cooking these competitions and bringing it back in. Cause right now I am, I'm working for a, a corporate headquarters up in Wisconsin, Uline shipping supplies. Yeah. And, um, and they're great. It's a great clientele. Um, it's, it's, it's a Monday through Friday kind of breakfast lunch thing. Um, so you got to kind of work with, you work with your, your clientele. So I've introduced a ton of smoked meats in, into the menus. Um, it's been well-received. Um, I bring all the tricks from, from, you know, the competition world into the kitchen, Um, you know, all the fabrications, all that. I I have a dinner coming up next week and I'm just going to do money muscle. You know what I mean? I'm just going to do a slice (laughs) of money muscle on the plate and I'm just going to do like a, like a seasonal kind of, uh, like a slaw or whatnot. That's cool. Kind of what they expect right now. So I'm going to try to kind (laughs) of fuse it with, you know, some, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit that, but no, it's, 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 it's worked out for the best on, on both sides of the spectrum. And I got to imagine that, you know, being well-versed in mise en place is very helpful in competition barbecue. I know the more that I dive into the chef world and learn about that, especially this past weekend that, you know, I was by myself. So I was up till 1130 just making sure everything was where it needed to be the next day so I didn't have to think about it. Yep, you nailed the definition. Yep, things need to be where they need to be. I was so scared too, man. I don't cook by myself. (laughs) (laughs) So we all, we all know how awesome you are, but one of my favorite questions is, do you have a failure or a favorite failure of yours during a competition where something went wrong that set you up for a later success? Uh, A couple of times I had, I had a temperature gauge go out that I just wasn't paying attention to. Um, I don't know how I just, I just wasn't. And that, that pork that I, I tried to turn in was just rock hard. I sliced it as I, like sashimi. Um, like it was, <laughs> it was sliced very, very. So I, I, I pay, I pay attention a little bit more to my temperature gauges. This is a while ago. Um, but other than that, um, big, big misses. Um, 
No, I mean, you just kind of roll with the punches. If, if, it, if it throws you right hook, you just kind of you bounce back and you, and you try to figure it out. So, but no, um, that, that one for sure stands out. Um, but uh, we've been lucky and pretty fortunate that we haven't had any epic failures. That's for sure. <laughs> that's good. And, and definitely not the rule. <laughs> I've, I've had several and we're coming up close to the hundredth episode of this podcast, which is, uh, my producer is going to interview me. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, well, I, 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 I'm new to that, the, the barbecue data thing, because I wanted to kind of sharpen up on, I, I, you know, I didn't know what we, how many we've done and this and that. And then I start looking up all my buddies and then I looked up you. Dude, you've done a ton of competitions. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> you started way, I mean, 13, it looked like. 2013, yeah. I wow. forget what number we're up to now. It's like 230. I saw like 260-something. Or 260, yeah. That is a we, ton of competitions, man. We went really hard for a few years there. And uh, I keep telling Kim I want to do it one more time. Like, I want to cook. Go all the, in. Well, the times that we were doing 35 to 40 a year, I wasn't nearly the cook that I am now. I wasn't ready for what I was doing. Yeah. And I think now I have a better mindset for it and better game for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I got to get the business, keep the business rolling and keep that off the ground first. And there'll be time. I don't I think mean, I'll... I loved you on the food network show, man. You were the best. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get back to you and just keep having, keep on coming on. It was uh, this past weekend at Harrisburg. This I went over and met this young kid that was cooking steak and just finding out what he was. He was there with his girlfriend and his mom, and I was just walking by, and I'm like, hey, you know what are you doing? I turned my hat around, and his jaw dropped, and he was like, you're old Virginia Smoke. <laughs> That's awesome. And I went, yeah. He goes, I saw you on TV. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's horrible. And then I came back through later just walking by and he asked if he could take a picture and then oh my awesome, god man. yeah it was <laughs> you were great on the show you were, you oh. were awesome did, uh, we it throw, wanted... did it throw your game off them being right in your face not at all not at all they did a great job of staying out of your way and not making you repeat things uh not asking you to like hey can you do that again or can you open the cooker again there was none of that. They were really, really gracious with it, and they really did a good job. It was. I love, it was a lot I love of fun. Michael Simon. What a great host for that. And he's about as real as it gets. Awesome. Uh, yeah, he's what you see is what you get. Uh, he's hilarious. He's funny. The laugh kills you. You know. <laughs> and he told me. He told me Saturday night. He goes, "I'm coming. I'm going to be in this trailer at five a.m. There better be fucking coffee." And I'm like. <laughs> Okay. And I was like, there's no way Hollywood's going to show up at five. And he did. And yeah, uh, great. so I had to give him coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So when you first started out, what were some of the most worthwhile and best investments that you made in competition barbecue? I first started out. So we first started out in 17 and I was just, we had weekends off. So we just, we got some drums and we went out there and I, I watched some YouTube videos. Uh, um, uh, what was the guy's name? Tom from all barbecue or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So he, he had some YouTube videos, you know, we were breaking down pork butts in the three sections and, and, um, and doing all this. And um, we, um, uh, we kind of went, that was our kind of 
what we what we what we did there it was it was that first season was awesome i was actually fortunate to cook with tim from shake and bake i kind of <laughs> i got into his trailer i think it was 18 or 19 um he was up doing masters in may so we got um we went up there hung out with him great dude he's awesome a lot of fun and just kind of you know sat there and we call it stage kind of in the industry we just kind of went and just hung out and kind of saw his timeline so he kind of broke down fabricated um, that helped out big time. Um, so I was very, very lucky in, in, in that kind of, and watching him cook and, and, and seeing how he plates up. I mean, those, those boxes that he presents are just beautiful. So that helped out big time. Um, other than that, we were just, you know, just doing what, what everybody else is doing. Man, watching Tim cook is something, isn't it? Yeah. He's great. Cook. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, people have asked me what it's like and I'm like, the best way I can describe it is like watching some sort of mad scientist slash Da Vinci. Yeah. Like you don't think it's going to work, but it does. And then <laughs> it ends up coming out beautiful. And then all of a sudden that box is just perfect. Yep. And there's no better finisher in the game than him. Uh, he's unbelievable with taste at the end and, I can't wait to see what he does next in terms of the products and the sauces. There's so much great stuff that he's got coming out. It's going to be really good. Yep. Yep. I agree. So do you have a purchase of yours? That's a hundred dollars or less. That um, is like a great tool and something that, you know, that really pushes your game forward. Oh, a tool. I was going to say chicken's cheap. Um, <laughs> uh, even pork right now. I'm getting it pretty cheap. Um, a tool. Um, no, not necessarily. That's a, that's a pretty good question. I don't, I just, I cook on those cans and I, I feed it charcoal and I just kind of let it do its thing. Um, tool. That's a good question. No, not really. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty simple when it comes to the cooking process. That's for yeah. Sure. Some, some of my favorites for this are the, uh, using the freezer paper to put it down on the table makes cleanup easy. Oh, oh it's so good. Nice. Uh, the butter cutter. Are you familiar with the butter cutter? <laughs> the butter cutter. No, dude, I'm going to send you a butter cutter. <laughs> butter cutter will change your life. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's just this thing. It's like this big and it's got these tines. You go like this. Perfect slices of butter. It's amazing. perfect. It, 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 yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I love butter cutter. I think this show has sold more butter cutters than butter cutter. <laughs> It's uh, that's awesome. It's fantastic. So you don't use a lot of like technology in your approach or anything. You're just pretty much a light the drum and let her go. Yep, yep. That's about it. That's awesome. So, do you think? Are you more of a feel cook? Or are you a timeline cook, or is it kind of a mixture of both? It's a little. It's a mixture of both. But I, I really like when my timeline hits and I only have to check it once or maybe twice, and you're just done. Um, that's, that, that, um, that's a good feeling when you hit those pork butts on your timeline, if they're coming off when they need to come off and, oh, they're done, you know, yeah. let them rest, put them in the Cambro. Um, yeah, I use, I use a thermo or a, a thermometer, but it's gotta, it's gotta feel right too. You know, you gotta give it a little, little, you know, little extra if it needs it, if it feels like it, but no, for the most part, I, I, I do, I, I rely on my timelines big time. I had to, Yeah. And man, it's so hard when you have to make that gut call though. You know, I had one rack of ribs that was my best rack this past weekend and I pulled it out, tempted, it was right, but it didn't feel just right. So I threw it back in and then 
I got 10th place ribs and I got a mushy comment card. In it. Oh shit. That's awesome. Kind of cost. And I'm like, you know, I spent three hours driving home. Like, oh, that, man, what did you do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I, we've all been there so many times. Gosh. Well, and yeah. Sure. Uh, and that'll be the first time that Kim hears that because I haven't told her yet. So when she listens <laughs> to the podcast, she'll hear that. Um, <laughs> when you hear the word successful in terms of barbecue, who's the first person who comes to mind? Successful. I guess that the big boys right now, you know, that's been been doing it for the past, you know, eight years. I don't know, especially, I mean, you, you got, you know, shake and bake and they're getting basted and slaps and, you know, there's, um, some of my boys that I hang out with all the time, uh, barbecue bus is, you know, Oh God, those guys. Yep. Just slaying. They, they go out, especially last year. I thought it was going to kill Brian. You know, he was out every other, every, every other weekend, you know? So, um, yeah, the, the big boys that's, you know, that you see out there consistently every weekend, which I don't know how they do it. Good for them. But, uh, that's, that's, that's where it's, uh, you know, the, the guys that are competing every weekend and grinding and going for it. So I would say those guys. Yeah. I, this is the first year where I really got to know, uh, know the barbecue bus guys and they gave me a burn end up in Michigan that about knocked me out of my chair. Oh yeah. Nice. I still, I still tell people all the time. That's the best burn end I've ever had. No shit. You should tell them <laughs> to put it in the box more often. They never do. Yeah, they did that day, and they oh, kicked they did. my ass. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you have an issue, when you have a barbecue issue, who do you call? Who do you call for help who, or to run an idea by? A barbecue issue. We have we, we have a good core group that we cook with, especially in this area. Um, Eric from Big E, uh, the Rusty Pig Boys. Um, I've kind of peeked over their shoulders a couple different times to pick up, you know, a little, little this, little that um rich ibqing yeah uh, mark smoking aces all all my boys blue island um we kind of you know bounce back and forth with with you know what we're doing or kind of what's sometimes what's trending like you're like you know we're barbecue guys we overthink everything like you know what were the most recent things <laughs> tight pork. i'm like what are you guys talking about like tight pork i'm like oh gosh so and, and i'm sure <laughs> some of it's true you know what i what mean the, what is uh, tight pork I don't know. A couple of weeks, they weren't digging the soft pork, and they weren't. You don't take it too soft. I think it was in Murfreesboro or somewhere. Like, don't take it as far. Um, tighten it up a little bit. I'm just like, oh my god. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cook it like I'm gonna cook. But those those guys, that group guys that I see every other weekend, um, or you know, not so much anymore. But the, the, the local guys, we kind of sit back and forth. And we just talk barbecue and we overthink everything. Tight pork. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the uh, that might be the title of this episode. I always let the producer and he'll hear tight pork and he'll probably make yeah. that the title. Don't, don't cook it. They don't want soft. They don't want soft pork. They want tighten it up a little bit. I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? This is stupid. Let's just cook. Hey man, I've had now that I know what you're talking about. I had a judge cook in my trailer a couple of weeks ago, and I went to slice my money muscle, and he went, no, 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 no. That's way too thick. That's what somebody just said to me too. He goes, "You need to thin that thing up a little bit." And yeah. I went, "I went, what? <laughs> Why does that matter?" You yeah, know, totally. I just but, I, somebody said the same thing to me when I let them taste it. It's like, "Ooh, that's pretty thick." I'm like, "I don't know. That's what that's what I've been doing. I don't know." Right. So, 
And I sliced it thin that day just because he was in the trailer and ended up with like third place pork. Like, That's funny because my pork, my pork, because I was with the Rusty Pig Boys down in Murfreesboro and we never exchanged food, but we were back and forth. We, we were like right next to each other. And this was the whole tight pork conversation. And uh, I go over, I was just like, I just want to, you know, it, it, I was pumped about our pork i go over give it to them and they're like oh that's good they give me a piece of their pork i'm like oh dude that is that's unbelievable pork i can't believe how good that is it was a little bit more savory than mine which i'm so sick of eating my barbecue week in week out <laughs> so it's good to have something else and i actually was like, excited about it and then come to find out <laughs> so we are seven and eight on our table <laughs> in pork <laughs> oh wow yeah, and we loved our pork. Yeah, so yeah, you never, you never know. You know, you never know. <laughs> Tight pork. Yeah. Now, now it's going to be in my head all week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by BarbecueData.com. BarbecueData.com is your one-stop shop for all of your barbecue competition data, historical data, calls, wins, placements. Everything under one roof. It's a great way not only to track yourself in the standings, but also to track how you improve your scores from year to year. Listeners of this podcast can receive 20% off of a new subscription to BarbecueData.com with the code PITPOD. That's one word, all capital letters, P-I-T-P-O-D, PITPOD. So check your team scores, check on others. And do it all on barbecuedata.com. So let's get into it about habits, rituals, and routines. Are you a superstitious guy? I used to be. Not so much anymore. I, no. I really don't. No. I'm just like, it is what it is. Um, if it's a same t-shirt or backwards hat or or just doing something on a Tuesday or this, it's just my, uh, it's changed over the years. I, I, I really don't, I really don't get any superstitions anymore. So it's, it's easier that way, I think. I think you're a hundred percent right, but there's like three that I can't get rid of. And oh, let's hear them. <sighs> Seriously, I gotta have my blues hog wristbands. There you go. If I don't put those on, then I I feel like something's wrong. Uh, my blue bandana, which I almost swapped out this week for the tire smoke bandana that the guys got me, and uh, I just I couldn't pull the trigger. And then, of course, my underwear thing. You know, I have five diff- five pairs that are acceptable for competition. So, oh wow, just for comfort or just for? I, I have over 130 pairs of me undies. That's incredible. Um, I have different sets for the holidays. It's terrible, uh, but there are five pair that are the lucky pair that have all won contests, and it's uh, yeah, that's incredible. That that's incredible. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I got. I. I don't think I had. I, I really. I used to. I used to be superstitious, like watching <laughs> sports or or whatnot. And you know, you got your favorite T-shirt. But no, in the barbecue, I just no. Huh, it just seemed a little easier not worrying about it. Like one less dude, thing to worry about. Dude, I watched the same movie, Trimming Chicken, for two years. <laughs> I'd watch Burnt Burnt with Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, <laughs> just because he's so violent. And so yeah. exacting that I'm like, especially when we were running for chicken team of the year, like I had to watch that movie just so somebody was being a dick to me while I was prepping chicken. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I've seen that movie 130 times probably. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So I have lots of those things. I said three, there's probably a hundred, but you know. <laughs> Uh, do you listen to music when you uh, 
Cook? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big big music guy, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely one of my things that I need to have pumped up very loud. Yeah. For what sure. are we listening to? I'm listening to a little bit. It's funny you brought up brought up chicken. If I'm if I'm seasoning chicken, it's little feet. Um, you know, a little a little chicken. Um, I, I listen to um, I listen to a little bit of everything, um, especially in in the trailer. Uh, big Stones guy. Uh, nice. Love the Rolling Stones. Yeah, actually, that was a a one two. Um, uh, Bart Steve. Hey, he uh, he brought up Led Zeppelin or Stone. Actually, I probably brought it. I like to push the button sometimes. Uh, Stones <laughs> or Zeppelin, and he was just like, "Are you kidding me? It's like it's not even close." So uh, definitely, definitely a Stones guy. Uh, love my Grateful Dead. They put me in that good, you know, that afternoon mood right before awards. Um, yeah, I, I listen to it all. It's 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 big. It's a I love cooking and listening to music. It's 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 important to me. It's it's important to me too. And uh, this weekend was awesome because it wasn't awesome because Kim wasn't there. But it was awesome that I could put music on at five a.m. and not wake anybody up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Put on my morning jams and just let it go while I was doing, and it was pretty neat. It was. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Who do you? Who's your go-to? Uh, I'm primarily '80s, '90s gangster rap. No, oh, oh um, wow. Yeah, but there's a lot of different stuff in there. Like, there's some old crow. There's a lot of Zeppelin. There's a lot of uh, no, no stones. A lot of Stones. A lot of Good. Beatles, Good. especially on my Friday list. I have a Friday list and a Saturday list. Very cool. Uh, yeah, and then we have a list for each meat. So cool. My my wife, she we're big fish fish fans too. So she always loved. I don't, you're probably not familiar, but they have a song called oh. "Meat Stick." And uh, whenever we're slicing brisket, she'll go on there and throw it on. It's a, it's a really cheesy <laughs> song, but she loves it. So whenever we get the the brisket slicer out, she throws on some meat stick and um, and then yeah, Dixie Chicken from Little Feet. If I'm seasoning chicken and and I just crank. We have an awesome sound system. Uh, if I crank some some little feet Dixie chicken, it gets me it gets me in the mood to cook some chicken. I can't believe that I'm going to have to go listen to a fish song. Oh no no no! I wouldn't require no no nobody should have to be forced to listen. To fish I'm songs. going to listen to it because I, I got to have frame of reference, but I don't want to. I want it's, you to. It's, know that. It's, it's a very cheesy song. She loves it. She we see fish all the time, so it's I give her that for sure. It's, it's definitely cheesy though. Have you ever met the um, Chris Hart from IQ? No, I don't think so. You need to. He's a big fish guy too. Oh, good. Well, how yeah, we need to meet. Yeah, he's and he's an amazing cook, and uh, just all around great guy. And he's always trying to talk to me about fish, and I'm like, I just, <laughs> that stuff passed me by. I don't know why. No, it's hard <laughs> to convert people. It's, it's almost impossible. So I just I stay in my little my little zone of, of fish, and I don't I don't really you know reach out and say, hey, nah. listen to this. Hey, that's cool though. Music and. We were just talking today that we have to get the trailer. Tim blew out my speakers three years ago. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it just now needs to be a full experience again instead of just a little Bluetooth speaker. I'm tired of it. So, oh yeah, the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth little speaker, it just doesn't do the, it just doesn't do the same. You know. No, no, but you also have to be conscious of your music choices when cooking in Harrisburg, PA, and there's Amish people around. The NWA does not go over well. <laughs> <laughs> 80s and 90s gangster rap. It's like Easy E? Like, do you like Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so aggressive. I, <laughs> I had to hit hit next track a couple times. I was like, yeah, yeah that's, sure. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, back in eighth grade or whatever. I mean, it, well, it's Tupac. Uh, who else? Dr. Tupac, Dre. 
Dr. Dre, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, listen to a lot of that. Feeling it. That's awesome. Good for you, man. A lot of Millie Vanilli, a lot of Prince. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, I get into that kind of stuff, but I don't go full eighties. That's my wife. Yeah, she she has some gems on there, but I sometimes I'm just like tears for much. fears. What else is some some really cheesy? Uh, who else? I will I will rock out some Cindy Lauper if it comes down to it. Makes me happy. You just want to have fun, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so your competition planning week when you're getting ready for a contest, do you try and do things the same day? Like, do you trim chicken the same day, make injections and all that stuff, or is it just kind of when you get to it? No, no, especially at my job, man, we are busier than hell. Uh, we feed a lot of people in a day, and, you know, you don't know who's going to take off or um, what kind of parties you're going to have. So I'm, I'm crossing my fingers this week. I hope I can bang a bunch of this stuff out on, on Wednesday. Um, nice. And, um, yeah, like chicken's obviously the one that takes the longest. Pork's pork, brisket's brisket, ribs are ribs. But, um, yeah, I got, I got you know, my, my little – my little prep sheet that I, I follow and it, it doesn't take me too much time, but um, if I could do it Wednesday, that'd be awesome. And I also love, especially for a one day competition to get those boxes out of the way. Um, I typically roll into a competition um, later. I, I Fridays, you know, we have, we have some good local ones, but it's tough for me to get to a competition early. Um, yeah. So I'm there at four, maybe, you know, um, no later than four. But I love to have those boxes done and just do a little flip-flop. And uh, that's, like, if I can get my kale boxes done, I'm I'm way, way happy. I'm ahead of the game. Did you just say kale? Yeah. You take it back. Don't no. let my wife hear that because I switched to parsley and she wants to go back to kale and you just won the royal twice. And now she's going to make me go back to kale. <laughs> no, no, dude. I, I agree because I used to do parsley too. And it's so much nicer, like, when you plate it up, especially with sliced brisket. It just yeah. kind of, it's a nice little fluff and it just, yeah, I get, I get so frustrated sometimes where I'm just like, I knew I should have just, sometimes I just do, you know, parsley for brisket just cause it just lays so much nicer. And I've changed up my, my pork box where I can kind of, it kind of, it kind of a little tighter and the kale doesn't really move around as much. Yeah. But uh, no, with that brisket box for sure, man, it just, it lays a whole lot nicer. She hates it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Take a long time for sure. It does. I made four this weekend for the first time in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Rough. It was rough. So you've won, you've cooked 10 contests this year. Yeah. You've won five of them. This two weeks ago, you beat 750 of the best teams in barbecue over a two day period. What's it going to be like when you go to Pumpkin Chunkin' and maybe finish third? I, I, that's what me and my wife were talking about because it's just sometimes Pumpkin Chunkin' is just too much of a, of a, you know, get to say hi to everybody. You know? Right. It's just, it's a great time because everybody stays Saturday night. It's kind of the last cook for everybody. So yeah. I'm showing up Friday with a fryer. I'm doing walleye. I'm just, nice. you know, we're going to, yeah, we're going to have a great, and the weather's going to be great. Um, perfect time of the year. So I get to see all, all my good friends. So, more or less, I mean, I was like, babe, I mean, let's just let's hit fifteen, just come back down to earth, and, you know. <laughs> Seriously, and so, I was, and I didn't want to ask that and seem like being a jerk about it because it, it wasn't. I didn't mean for it to come off that way if it did, because no, it, what, not even close. okay, good because what you did was so phenomenal. But I mean, the adrenaline high from that, and then I had it at Harrisburg, you know, 
pulling into the parking lot and there's like I'm the fourth team there and it's ten o'clock and you know <laughs> then everybody gets there and there's twenty five teams and I'm like, Well this isn't this isn't like last week, you know. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, not even close. <laughs> you yeah. know, where where is everybody? What's yeah. happening? And it's it's, it's you kind of get a little PTSD from the Royal because it's just so much, and uh, but it's so much fun too. It is, and I I've told Kim that we'll go every year whether we're qualified for the Invitational or not. Uh, I just love it so much and love being there. Oh, I I, I can't feel the same way. I can't wait to bring my wife next year. She she missed out this year, so I cannot. Oh no, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it would have been just too much for for her to get out there, and um, with with our one and a half year old, it was yeah. too much going on. And I wanted to get out there early just because I didn't know, you know, the the, the size of of I was just nervous about getting in, just getting set up. It could have been easier, but um, no, she was awesome. She totally understood. Um, but we can't wait till next year because she she loves barbecue. That's that's my partner in crime. Uh, she's there every other weekend with me, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to going back out there for sure. It's people always ask, "How do you do this with your spouse?" And I'm like, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you know, it it's it's how we spend time together. It's how we've made friends across the country, and there's nobody that I trust more in that trailer than her. So you know, it's. That's awesome. I love meeting other husband and wife teams, man. That's great. No, no, couldn't agree with you more. And she is. She's got that that palate, you know that that you know she knows right. where this is at, and you know she'll she'll give you can see it in her eyes. She doesn't want to be mean, but you can see it in her eyes. I don't know. It's you know it's it's there, but it's not it's not great. You know what I mean? So um, it's it's great to have her you know doing these competitions with me. And we got to figure something out because. Uh, Rob needs to participate in these things, but, um, you know, it's, it's tough to bring, bring a little dude along, you know? Yeah. But as he gets older, that'll get easier. Oh and, yeah. Uh, he can start making boxes. Yeah. I wish Kim would, uh, take a page out of your wife's book and be nicer. I'll hand her something. She's like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Thanks. <laughs> that's when I, that's when I would just start overthinking everything. I'm like, Oh gosh, maybe she's right. You know, and then I would just, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Well, and I've learned that she usually is. Yeah, that's awesome. And and if she says something needs more of this, then I generally will listen. I'll try a piece first. Uh, but she's usually right. I'd say 95% of the time. Oh, good for you, man. That sounds like an awesome duo. Yeah, and we have a lot of fun, you know, that's... I- I That's saw it on Food thing. Network. You you guys were you guys were awesome. Very entertaining. <laughs> they cut out all the dancing parts, which were uh, <laughs> it's kind of the thing. That's kind of what we do. And um, I danced a lot this weekend by myself. People were just like, "What the hell's wrong with this guy? He's by himself, dancing around a parking lot, just being an idiot." Uh, That's awesome. But I missed her, you know, so I had to do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Grant. It's been amazing, but we do have the rapid fire questions. Okay, I'll try my best. Um, and I just can't be more impressed by you. I got to tell you that. You're just a humble, awesome guy. I can't wait to see you uh, next time. Have some beers and hang out. And uh, No, I, I agree. I, lo- I loved you. I didn't know a ton about I obviously knew who you were, but I loved you on the show. And, you know, the couple times that, I've, you know, we've crossed paths. I mean, you gave me a sticker in that uh, that pork line um, out there. In- <laughs> I did, there. didn't so, I? Yeah. Thanks for the sticker, bro. Appreciate it. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, you, you, you seem down to earth and uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on for sure. Absolutely. So 
first question is kind of a rough one. What do you see about barbecue on social media that upsets or bothers you? Uh, I don't do a ton of social media, so <laughs> this is an easy one. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't do a, I don't know, God, nothing really. Keep it that way, man. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really, we really don't. I did it for, for, you know, a couple years ago because I was just into the food scenes and everybody, you know, out there, not necessarily barbecue, but everybody, but I just found myself on my phone too much. Just like, just, yeah. it was just. It was too much, and you know, there's there's other shit to do. So no, I, I really don't. But you know, I like I, when I like seeing people kind of post their their trophies and they they, they give oh. shout outs to who won. So no, I don't I don't think. Why do you have something that you don't like that people do? I had the complaining about judging and this, oh, that, the other yeah. that kind of stuff kind of yeah. bothers. You know, it is what it is. We know what we're getting into, and that's yeah. going to happen to all of us. So. I don't know. There's lots of different answers to that question. The people that get on there and put a video of squeezing the juice out of brisket, that bothers a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. You're just. I agree with that. But people take some really good videos and, and pictures. I'm impressed. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I had to ask my, my 23 year old buddy that I work with, you know, I'm like, if we do start like a little, you know, you know, uh, like an uh, Instagram page or whatever. Could you help me out? And he's like, "Yeah, check this out." And he's like, I'm "Like these videos are just incredible. What they can do with these phones, it's awesome." Oh, it's amazing. The phones. You remember when we had an actual camera? Yeah. And now your phone's like three thousand times better camera than that it's, camera ever was. It's amazing. It's incredible. Okay, next question. What is one of? Do you have a favorite pre, during, or post competition meal? Uh, so I do pizzas. Um, we cook pizzas, uh, not all the time, but sometimes uh, on Friday nights. So I, I we um, that's one of my passions, especially growing up where where I grew up. Um, it's some of the best pizza in the country out there, and especially in Philly and New York. And I just yeah. got so, I got so sick and tired of pizza out here. Like it's it's just <laughs> I just can't do it. My wife loves it, and I just and I'm just like you know what? Because we do pizza at work every Friday. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to grab a couple of doughs from work and bring them out. We just throw them on the drum and we, uh, we toast them up, slice them and people go nuts for them. So, um, yeah, pizza for sure. If I'm doing it, other than that, anything that's not just a hassle to pack, uh, right. an Italian wrap or, you know, something. <laughs> My favorite thing is chips and salsa. There you go. I have, I got to have chips and salsa in the, in the trailer. You can't beat it. Nah, nah, I love it. Do you have a favorite present that you like to give to people? Favorite present that I like to give to people? Wow. Um, oh, I, <laughs> that's a good <laughs> A favorite present that I give to people. Um, no, I, I don't know. I've never. <laughs> you threw me for a, for a loop. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, right. I always love to spoil my wife when, you know, when I can. Um, but. Yeah, present to give to people. Oh, I don't know. Help me out. What's your present? Um, famously known for sending other dudes underwear, the underwear that I buy. <laughs> yeah. I've got some converts in, out there, some people that they now have the subscriptions to, and they're like, they're like, it's really weird that you do that. I'm like, I know. 
it that's, is. That's incredible. You just you just <laughs> love underwear. It's just like that's. that's I, they're favorite. game changers, man. They're so nice and comfortable and soft and moisture wicking and just amazing. What brand is it? Me Undies. Me Undies. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> you might, as one of my favorite podcast guests, you might be getting a pair. It'd be weird. <laughs> Gino sorry, like, sorry, I couldn't answer. Actually, if if we talk again, I, I have to think about that. That's a that's a that's a you know that's a it's a question. That's a serious question. I, I don't this know. Is, the next one's just a serious, so we might have to. Oh no! If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, getting a message out to millions or billions, what would it say and why? Oh wow! I thought we were doing a barbecue podcast. That's, uh, that's incredible. I have nothing. I have nothing witty or clever to say right now. Um, I- <laughs> See, I told you it was going to be different than the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Have you asked this question before? I've asked this question of every one of my guests. Really? I I, I listened to a couple the past couple. Past couple I didn't days. ask this to Johnny. Because I didn't want a bad answer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that is so funny. I, that, again, that is that is. I don't want to get too deep. You know, I've had a couple cocktails tonight. You know, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> that's, that's another. That's that's a great question. I, I don't want to sound like an idiot and say something stupid. So, um, man, I would love to think about it a little bit more. I probably overthinking it exactly what i do you know with everything in life so um that's that's incredible can you give my my favorite answer is uh is darren's which was buy more smoky d's barbecue there you go absolutely (laughs) and i was like i was like you know what you can't really argue with that that's pretty amazing yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm horrible. That is just I'm going to overthink that, and then if I say something stupid, then people are going to uh, crush me. So I come yeah. up with a different one every day. So yeah. it's fun. It's uh, fun. But yeah, man, thanks for being on. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is awesome, man. I appreciate. It. I felt we were just just hanging out, talking. This is this is a good man. I I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I know that uh, you've had a great few weeks and. Can't wait to come out there, and uh, we're going to get out to the Midwest a few times next year, I think. I know we're going to go back to Westland, Michigan. Uh, that cool. was a cool cool contest. I hope that I can do... Have you done uh, Belvedere? Okay. Not. I've not done Belvedere, and I've heard that I need to do that one. And I so want to do that's a, that's a double with just tons of space and tons of... It's, it's a great competition. It's an easy one to get into. Um, yeah, Belvedere. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good competition. And I want to do Murfreesboro again, uh, just because Kim's never been. So I really want to get her out there so she can experience that and go to 17th street and just be a part of it. Oh, it's a blast. Are you doing the invitational? Uh, the KCBS? Yeah. No, unfortunately that's, uh, I have two rehearsal dinners and a wedding that weekend. So oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm going to GC three times. So it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, yep. Well, Grant, thank you so much for being on, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been, it's been awesome, man. It's my pleasure. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Pitmaster, an old Virginia smoke podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe and like the podcast, rate the podcast, and to share it out with all your friends. Also, be sure to check out the Old Virginia Smoke YouTube channel as well. Tune in next week for another great episode of Pitmaster. For companies interested in advertising, please contact Old Virginia Smoke directly via www.oldvirginiasmoke.com. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is edited by Chris Sedenka. Pitmaster, an Old Virginia Smoke podcast, is a property of Old Virginia Smoke, LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022. Old Virginia, Old Virginia Smoke.